Hey everybody, welcome to the Carry On Cast. This is the one and only podcast of Easter Lutheran Church where the pastors get together, we look at the upcoming week's text, and we talk about it, and hopefully make some connections to your life. I'm really happy to welcome you here. I'm Pastor Kevin, here with... Pastor Megan. I'm Pastor Eric. Hey, welcome everybody. Hi. Thank you. Good to be here. We're here. Hashtag yes. Hashtag (laughs) let's go. Hashtag... One site, one Easter. Oh, let's go! What a what a tie in there, Pastor hey. Kevin. That's exactly where we're headed. Now. This is big news, though. This is really exciting. I mean, uh, hopefully you heard the kind of the start of it last week uh, in worship. Is that this is this is the beginning of our capital appeal. This is big stuff. This is you know twenty years in the making. Um, we're gonna get it done. We're gonna get under one roof so we can keep doing what God has for us and do it side by side, literally, actually. Um, do the best, most effective use of our space and our time and our energy and our resources. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. And yes. and I'm excited, too, even just for the way these next few weeks are going to play out in worship. Um, one thing I hope that folks will listen for is that in our worship services, uh, we're going to have some speakers from Easter as a whole, people who want to get up and share with you the story of their faith, the story of what Easter means to them, the story of how they learned to be generous and what that's meant for their life and faith. I just, you know, if you don't hear a thing from the preacher, I mean, blah, 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 preacher these days, (laughs) am I right? If you don't hear us, I hope you hear them. I'm really excited to hear those stories. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, and then speaking of stories too, another thing that's going to happen on the 28th is that um, we're going to have these really neat uh, visits coming to your house, your house on the 28th. Yes, you. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. Uh, We have volunteers who are going to make the rounds to all the people to the best of our knowledge who are connected to Easter. Uh, We're going to drop off a little goodie bag with you with some fun little gifts. Wait. Did you say goodie bag? I did say goodie bag. <laughs> this is I this did. podcast is getting better. I know. <laughs> I'm glad it's you're so listening. Thrilling. It's so thrilling. And it, one of the things in the goodie bag, and I realize how cheesy this makes me sound, but one of the things in the goodie bag that I'm most excited about is we have a little book of stories that people have shared with us about what Easter has meant for them and their families and their lives. And... I am really sorry. Did I tear up when I read the hmm. first draft of it? Yes, I did. Am I actually sorry that it touched my heart? <laughs> no, I am actually not sorry. <laughs> and, I, and I hope it'll do the same for you. I just, these stories are so powerful and so meaningful and just a really vital reminder that God is up to some mm-hmm. really good stuff around here. And that's really what we hope people hear through this whole appeal process. Easter's been doing great stuff for 50 years. We want to make sure it's doing great stuff for 50 years and more. Um, here we go. Let's yes. let's do the thing, right? So that's what's going to be kind of in the air in worship, uh, what you're going to be hearing not just this Sunday, but for the next few Sundays. Awesome. That's, yeah, a, that's exciting, fun. isn't it? Yes. I sounds mean, fun. Hashtag we got this. Hashtag we got this. <laughs> right. For and real. Hashtag let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it's been fun to see uh, more and more people get involved there. I will not lie. There are so many volunteers now involved with this process that I don't even know mm-hmm. all of who's doing what. It has gone so far out, which is so exciting, yes. right, that the enthusiasm has been building. People want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's just been a neat thing to see. And I know you don't always get to come to our staff meetings, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I got to tell you that you have an incredible staff team right now who are working their tail off and have been for the last many, many years, but particularly are, I think, excited about the opportunity that we could all be under one roof together because it really 
really improves communication, improves the ability to do what we do best, which is to be the church, which is to be the hands and feet of Christ, which is to invite you into meaningful places of service, to help you carry on the work of Jesus Christ in your own life, because you do that all week long. Yes. And then we get to celebrate it on Sunday with Mm -hmm. you. But it's so important to recognize that your um, participation and your heart for this too. So I think one of the things we want to do is just invite you to pray for the whole appeal, right? Is to um, join us in prayer. There's actually going to be a campaign prayer, I think. There's a campaign prayer. There's a campaign verse. There are some things that we hope really kind of center and ground us Mm -hmm. as we go through this process. Um, I think just a campaign or a prayer vigil. Yeah, prayer vigil. I mean, this is as much about about growing in our faith as anything else, right? Like this is an opportunity for us to come together as a faith community. And I I want us to make the most of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and to think if this is an exercise of faith, what's an exercise of faith is reading the parables of Jesus. (laughs) No (laughs) kidding. Let me tell you, we get to spend some time now in Mark, right? And this is a really exciting time. Uh, we've heard a couple of really powerful messages, and we always invite you to go back and listen. If you were gone or missed the live stream or something like that, we've recorded all the sermons online. You should go check them out because there's just been some really powerful messages that led up to our campaign. And so this week, we're actually digging into Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 continues with a number of parables. Um, but again, um, and I think Pastor Eric maybe hit this too, is that the very, you preach at the very beginning of Mark, right? Yep. So Mark 1, 1, right, is such a defining verse. Why is that so important to remember as we kind of read the rest of Mark, you know, kind of along the way? Uh, well, Mark 1, 1 is the uh, um, introduction and really the thesis statement that this is the good news of um, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Yeah, yeah. the Thanks. beginning of the good news the of Jesus of the, Christ, yeah. 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 And um, <clears throat> And so... Jesus reveals the kingdom through parables. Uh, he he's preaching. These are these are our sermon illustrations. Jesus was a storyteller, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty interesting. Then when he also you know describes what the parable is about to his disciples, as we talked about last week, um, you know um, there is a meaning, but uh, it's only by it's by faith and through the Holy Spirit that you hear the parable and get the message. The, the gospel out of it so mm-hmm. yeah I, and i think it's beautiful too that you know something like a parable gives us an opportunity to hear god's word and god's activity in a different way maybe now than they did two thousand years ago yes. or that they did a thousand mm-hmm. years ago a parable gives gives space for god to continue to work in our world and on our hearts without saying it is exactly like this 100 percent of the time it, it, it allows the word to, to remain living and active Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting how the parables stand up to time. Yeah, yeah. You know, even even if we live in a suburb, and a lot of them are about like farming, and you know, like last week was um, the sower um, mm-hmm. parable of the sower, mm-hmm. um, farmer throwing seed. Um, but we all clearly, you know, can get a message out of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I think these passages will be evocative too. I think these are some pretty familiar parables. Um, let's hear them. Let's get going. This picks up right where last week left off, basically. Uh, Jesus continues to share parables, and this is Luke 4, starting with verse 21, uh, and we're going to go through verse 32. So, Jesus said to them, wait, shall we say, Jesus said to the disciples who he was previously talking to in the verses previous. It is If you ever see pronouns, he said to them is what the verse starts. 
back it up. Figure it out. <laughs> figure out who he is and who they are. So in this case, it is Jesus speaking to the disciples. And so he said to them, is a lamp brought in to be put under the bushel basket or under the bed and not on the lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be disclosed, nor is anything secret except to come to light. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given to you. For to those who have, more will be given, and from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. He also said the kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stock, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle because the harvest has come. He also says, with what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which when sown upon the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, thanks be to be, God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Those are very fine fa- <laughs> question mark. <laughs> um, I mean, these are evocative images. Yeah. You you've heard you've heard these before. I I'm sure in some in some way. Um, so I mean, let's start with hiding it under a bushel. Exactly. No. <laughs> and you've definitely heard that. <laughs> I wonder if anybody found that song that you sang from a few weeks ago in your sermon. Oh, you know, the Four Friends song. Yep, yep. So like, if you were at Lake Worship where we heard a sermon, because at the Hill we had our rescheduled uh, choral concert, which was lovely. Um, but I referenced in the sermon that I preached at the Lake a, a song that I heard as a kid. Um, you'll have to listen to the sermon and, and tell me if you know it, because, wow, it is still stuck in my craw. I'll tell you what. Um, and no one appears one. to have known it. No, no. I don't think anyone's... It's a really great I song. I might have grown nice up on an alternate timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit it, you wrote it. It's just you totally it. made it up for the That's sermon. That's funny. That's exactly That's what funny. I did. No, I promise it came from something. Yeah. Um, but you have probably heard... This song, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. don't let Satan it out, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yep. Uh, We all sang that one Um, because it's a really powerful image, right? It's this reminder. What is a light for? Not hiding, Mm -hmm. not putting under something. It's for putting out where everyone can see. Um, So what what is that evoking in us? What is that inspiring in us today? Well, I was waiting to be able to say when you talk about you know one easter that's part of it too part Mm. of is easier to combine our light in one location to the city of egan and our neighbors yeah absolutely you know the thing too that brings me into the light is that whole statement the kingdom of god is like or is dot 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 and you think about well what is what is that kingdom of god i'm curious what the three of you would say that that looks like to me, it always evokes kind of this place where, you know, where there's true community, where where God's presence has built a place where everyone has access, everyone that can be a part of it, everyone is included, um, you know, and that the purposes of God are actually being lived out. So if there's faith there, that there's love present, that there's justice happening, um, and and the nice thing is that the kingdom of God is not um, at the exclusion of other bad things that are happening or you know it's it's happening at the same time you know 
Yeah. Yeah. And and when I think about, you know, the kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground. Why? What? I don't know. But but the parable goes on to talk about how, you know, the kingdom of God is like something you can't always explain. Mm -hmm. You don't always see happening. But all of a sudden you go, wow, how did that get there? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that is what the kingdom of God is like, is this, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know why it's like this. Sometimes it's even scary and confusing, not not to the exclusion of bad things happening, Pastor Kevin. Mm and yet, and yet this good shows up and we reap of it, right? Yep. We get the benefits of it, even though we didn't make anything, we didn't make it happen. Right. And so like I look around, I mean, even me talking about all these volunteers hard at work on this Capitol Appeal, like I'm not doing that work. Right. I don't know how it's happening. Right. And and I not only get to see the joy and enthusiasm, but you know, ultimately together we get to keep working on you know, making this this vision that God has for Easter continue to be a reality, not not just for our sake, but for the sake of the yeah. community, so that that light can continue to shine mm-hmm. way beyond mm-hmm. us, right? Um, gosh, that's it. Yep. That's 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 what the kingdom of God is like. I like it or not, I don't get to micromanage in the kingdom of God. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm not the boss of it. I mm-hmm. just get to get swept up in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like the mustard seed example. It's tiny, insignificant, seems like, really, this is the kingdom? This is it? And then, but, you know, use the parable from last week. You know, it gets thrown abundantly around just wherever there's a spot for it. And then the thing is, God promises that he is at work in those, even the smallest of seeds it's a promise from God he's at work. You lay that seed on the ground and you go and sleep. And when you wake up, it's turned into something. And if it's the mustard seed, it could grow and flourish into this huge bush um, that came from what looked like nothing to us. And so in a way, we're just being called to trust that promise and to throw, you know, sow the seed and cast it widely Mix messages shine our light, you know, <laughs> just to There's do multiple it. Multiple metaphors in this. Yeah, story. You, it's okay. mix metaphor. Just do it and know that God promises He will work in it. He's working in us and through us. Uh, he chooses to work through us. That's one thing God chooses to work through humans. He always has. He sent His own Son to become a human, and that's another thing where why we don't understand. He doesn't need to do that. He can say something and it happens, mm-hmm. but He chooses to work through us. Um. So we're part of that. It's beautiful. And at some level, this is kind of the way Mark organized the story for us so that we could see it's almost like a layer cake that things Mm. are being stacked on top of it to continue to kind of prove the point, right, that the kingdom of God is growing, is that it's alive, is that it's often not dependent on anything that we have done. Um, But when we look at, at all those stories kind of put together, though, it really does force us to ask some questions too about what are we supposed to do with these? Because there's some verses that we would look at and say, okay, I can just live my life like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm um, going to sit back, cross my legs <laughs> and just let the kingdom of God happen. But you had yes. said something, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, you yes said, and. and. Hashtag yes, and. <laughs> Pastor Megan, you had said earlier something about, you know, how we look at these stories matters right now, right? Yeah. With the yeah. way that we... Because it's part of it is interpretation, right? Oh, so. a lot of it is interpretation. Like, there's the one 
parable that Jesus explains, and then after that, you're on your own. Um, and <laughs> I think luck. I think that's part of the point. I think that mm-hmm. part of it is helping us do the work, um, not just intellectual, but 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 spiritually. Um, also, because I think the stories then get to be dynamic in different yes. places and times. This is this is what keeps the word living and active. Um, I also think it's it, it kind of reminds us, too, that you got to engage this stuff, right? Like, this isn't passive, even though it's passive. It's also active. I I feel, you know, sort of accused by verses 24 and 25, right? I feel a little uncomfortable with those. Um, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given to you. Those who ha- To those who have, more will be given, and from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like very good news to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds kind of threatening, sounds kind of <laughs> yep. accusatory. Mm-hmm. In the midst of these passages about, hey, you can trust these little things to grow into big things. Well, why the heck are you threatening me yeah. here, Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a, a seminary pastor, a, a professor once introduced to me the theory that um, what if you looked at a text not as prescriptive but descriptive, which is to say less of a because this than this and more of a this is what it's like to live in the world. Yes. So pay attention. So pay attention to what you hear, right? So the kingdom of God is small. The kingdom of God works in mysterious ways. The kingdom of God works even in spite of you sometimes. But do note that in this world, the measure you give will be the measure you get. That that your participation, especially in the kingdom of God around you, only grows exponentially when you get engaged. Like, what's going on there? To those who have more will be given, and from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. Well, how, how am I to understand that as descriptive of the world around me? Like, mm-hmm. What does that remind me, what I need to hear about how I live my faith right now? What assumptions am I making that are unfair? that are judgmental, um, that are making it either too much about me or maybe not enough about me, right? Mm. How am I called to participate in this sometimes small and mysterious work that God is up to? That's that's helpful. I mean, just mm-hmm. to kind of get a sense of oh, what are we supposed to do with these things? Right. You know, one practice that I see more and more Christians kind of adopting has been, you know, these things called star words, right? Star, oh, yeah. Very star epiphany. Star a star, words. star word. Thank a very you. epiphany sensibility. Well yes, played. Yes. yes. But there were kind of three words that we hoped that might come out of hmm. the mm-hmm. readings here today. And as Maybe Pastor Eric has them in front of him. Yeah. But as he shares them, I wonder which of these three kind of speak to you today mm. as you kind of, um, mm-hmm. you know, look at these stories and kind of ponder what they might mean. What, what were those three words again? Key words for today's reading are shine, grow, and abundance. Hmm. And we kind of, we put those words out there sort of as planning tools, right? Like, you know, if we're picking hymns and writing prayers, what are some of the things to hold on to? But it is interesting to me that, Almost inevitably, one of them really does seem to be like, oh, there mm-hmm. it is for me. I'm, I mean, for me right now, I'm especially compelled by that by that abundance word because this this whole passage is about abundance, especially unexpected abundance, mm-hmm. unanticipated, undeserved, um, fully enough. Like as I'm, if you heard my Thanksgiving sermon a while back, you heard me talk about <laughs> trying to like wear a bracelet that would put a word in front of me. And and wh- many of them lately, those words that have been hanging with me, have been words like providence and, and abundance and enough. The sense that um, we spend so much time worrying if, we, if we're getting what's ours, 
when there's always enough, when yep. there's always been enough that God has, has continued to provide what we need for this day. And I don't need to worry about the next one and worry about the next one. Go to work, pay your bills, like do the thing. That's not, again, you're not called to be completely passive. <laughs> and yet there's always been enough and God calls us to be agents of enough, right? Like God is asking us to be those who are out there sharing and giving and being generous and gracious because there's enough, there's enough. We don't need to hold on to it all for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our hope and our prayer for you, I think. And as you come into this next weekend, we would love to hear the stories of where you experienced God's abundance in this past week, right? And yes. we'd love to hear that story. We want to, because as we, especially as we go into this campaign, we just believe that because we've seen that, that's been Easter's story for the last 50 years. That's what we want to see it for the next 50. And so just share those abundant stories with us when we see you this coming weekend at worship. Thanks for listening to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where we grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everybody.